What up? New to the podcast world. Uh, welcome to No Filter. This is where we talk about pretty much everything. Everything, honestly. If you're living, you can relate. <laughs> Seriously. You come on here and we're going to talk about love, how much we hate our jobs some days. Um, might even talk about how much we hate each other sometimes. True. <laughs> it's just the reality of life is what we talk about. Um, so we hope that you join us on this journey. Um, feel free to, to chime in with some messages, some thoughts, some comments. We're here for you. And we may even, if you have the right recipe for your comment, we may even ask you to be a guest on the show. You never know. How dope would that be? That'd be actually really cool. Yeah, so leave some fucking comments. What y'all doing? But yeah, welcome. Enjoy your stay. Keep an open mind. Keep it real. And talk without a filter. Yes. So welcome to No Filter. No Filter. Okay, so... It's on, but I just say whatever, and we're just gonna one take this. Okay. So, uh, but essentially, so what up, everybody? By the way, hi. Um, I don't use names on here, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So uh, some people know my name, some people don't. Why don't you use names? Uh, because if I'm talking about like uh, specific stories, just in case people listen to it, like some people know who they are, but others won't know who they are. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, just in case. So, okay. Yeah. But some people be like. That's embarrassing. I'm like, bitch, fuck your embarrassing. Um, For real, yeah. real life. Exactly. So this um this does only last thirty minutes, and then we will have to do another one if we want to keep going. Okay. So yeah, but you can add multiple episodes. Okay. So essentially, hoes. What we're talking about is love. Um. So I was talking to a friend earlier, and we were just talking about how, uh, love is more complicated than it has to be. And I was saying how, um. I have friends that love me, but why is that love? Why was that love not enough? Why didn't that satisfy me? And why was I looking for excuse me, essentially love from like a relationship? Right now, it's enough, and I don't feel like I need a relationship in order to feel for that love to be validated. Um, but for a while there, my love, the love from my close friends, wasn't enough, and I was searching for a relationship to fill that void, but there's no purpose for that because I can't be open with people like I can with my friends. And I just feel that love comes in so many different stages, um, depending on where you are in life, you know? So I think it could have been maybe that during that time in your life, um, you wanted something more from the relationship. And so it, you felt like it wasn't enough from your friends because you were, maybe not in the right headspace or emotionally you just weren't there, even maybe a maturity level. So I think that as you grow as a person, as you learn yourself more, as you become more confident in yourself and what love means to you or what love looks like to you, because I feel like it's constantly evolving. Then I think that you do tend to find it in different places and get the need um, where you didn't think that you would ever get it before. Yeah, I see. So my struggle, like, so when I was looking for essentially that love and a relationship, the problem is that, like, I felt, because I had just gotten out of a relationship, I felt that I needed, I needed that to feel validated again for whatever the fuck reason. Um, and for a long time, I felt like friends didn't there's no way that they could care for me the same way a significant other could and that's fucking insane like a thought process to think about now but at the time i didn't think that you know you guys cared for me as much as you did it really didn't dawn on me honestly until the um my birthday that year when you all came to that dinner and surprised mm -hmm. me it didn't dawn on me like first off how many people cared but also that you guys cared that much to be there so that was like a big monumental like stepping point. Um, and then after that, it was really just getting past my own insecurities within myself. And I think that's the other piece too, is that when you're looking for a relationship, you're looking for somebody who sees something in you to warrant the love in a way. And it's more, more so on a, I guess, a physical or I guess what we would call an intimate connection, but it doesn't 
it's not always intimate. Sometimes right. it's just lust or something that's so surface level that it's really not intimate. We just categorize it as that because we're trained to think that that is intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking for some form of that. And after a while, it's like, that's not what's going to happen. I'm looking for it in the wrong places. And I'm just looking for the same thing that I just came from. Right. Which is essentially pain. Uh-huh. So, like, why would I want to go back to that? And why would I continue to press that for myself? But also, why is my friend's love not enough? So then I just really just stopped. And then I started hanging out with you guys more. Um, started talking to my mom more. Um, and then I just realized that it is enough because you guys provide a better version of love than what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Like I was used to like a tainted conditional love rather than an unconditional love. Like no matter what you're there. Yeah. Like I need you. You're there. It doesn't matter what it is or what's going on. Um, but I was so blind and so focused on one thing that I didn't see that right at that time. And like, I've had people tell me before that they feel that. So like if you're in a relationship with someone or you're dating with someone that that love is, should be very different from the love that you have with your friends. Like they say they need to feel a very clear, clean cut difference. Whereas I feel that I shouldn't have to put limits on the depths of the love that I have for my friends. Like if you're my friend and I don't, cause I don't use that, that word lightly by any means. Mm-hmm. So if I like consider you a friend, like I'm a hundred percent in, I'm all there for you, however I can be, whenever I can be. Now there are boundaries I feel that you put to make the difference between like your friendship and your relationship as far as like physical boundaries, you know, or maybe even like the appropriateness or inappropriateness of certain things that might be said. But as far as like putting limits on that, no. Like, if I can be totally in love with my man and the love that I have for my friend, like, as far as the depth that it goes can be on the same level. But those boundaries look very different. Mm. Yeah, I would say that I, well, I've never thought of it like that, but the boundaries definitely do make a difference. Mm -hmm. And I feel that in, in that a lot of people don't think of it in those terms like uh being able to set those boundaries but a lot of people just don't have healthy boundaries for themselves in general um and i think that you know as we continue to go through different phases of our life and we experience different versions of love and different levels of it that we are able to understand that there's the separation of boundaries and the depth of it um or just the understanding that you can love somebody unconditionally no matter what level of relationship you're on, whether it be a friendship, whether it be an actual relationship, whether it be like a sibling or something like that. And it, how much you love them can all be the same. Like I can love you the same way that I love my mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just the boundaries of that are very different. Right. And what that looks like from like, from a significant other standpoint, like, I have sex with that person. Right. Like we are not having sex. Right. I'm not having sex with my mom. Right. (laughs) But the the level that I love each one of you is the same. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think where the whole concept kind of gets fucked up. I mean, early on, you know, I know from at least from a young girl standpoint, I can't really speak for guys because maybe you can expound on that a little bit in a minute. But, you know, it's like, I think that you get this picture of what love is supposed to look like or what it's supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. And so as you're growing up, you know, you ne- you have never experienced that. You're just always shown like these fairy tale movies or you're told these stories or you're told this is what it should feel like or this is what it shouldn't look like. And so that's what you start seeking. Mm-hmm. Like you really don't even know what you're looking for because you've never experienced it. So now you go into relationships with this already like predetermined picture mm-hmm. of what things are supposed to be like. And then when it doesn't add up to that, you're like, oh, <laughs> this shit isn't love because this isn't what I was told it was supposed to feel like or what it was supposed to look like. And so it's like you keep feel like you're falling short or that person is falling short or you're never really finding like 
what's supposed to be. But I think it's until you really find out who you are and what you need and what you feel like you can provide to another person. Then I think that's when you really come to define what love is for you. And I think that's where a lot of us get so caught up in. And I think that when you really start to understand who you are and because love looks different, I think, for every single person. And I think that, you know, the experiences that you have with each person is going to be very different. So just because I might have had, you know, a, a great relationship with one person and for whatever reason, even if it ends on good terms, that doesn't mean that I need to start comparing or looking for those same things in the next person. It could be, you know, a totally different experience, totally different vibe, but it could be just as beautiful. Yeah. And I will say that, like, it's funny that you say, like, when you watch movies and stuff, because I will say that as growing up when I watched those movies, I wasn't looking at the happy ending. I was looking at the turmoil and all of the problems that were in those movies. And so I felt like if we didn't have that, then we didn't have love. Mm. Yeah, if we didn't have those struggles and the turmoil and the problems and the chaos, we didn't have love. Because in every love movie, if you watch them, every show, movie, whatever, there's always a point that is just daunting. Like something happened, somebody cheated, uh, somebody said something wrong, uh, somebody went behind somebody's back. Uh, it's not the person you thought it was, like so many things like that. And so I just always thought that you had to have that in order for it to be love, but it, you don't have to have that. Right. Um, and then I will say like, as a, a young guy growing up, the biggest thing was that, and this was because we were still in the transition of like modern day romantics and like 1990 or 1970 romantics, where the man had to provide and do all of this. So it's like, you had to get good grades. You had to be able to provide for your significant other. You had to be able to do all of this. And if you couldn't, you were shit. Right. And so it was very hard because I didn't fit into that category. Like I didn't feel like every time I should be the only one to provide mm -hmm. this level of whatever. Yeah. Um, or like you had to be the one to build something or like hands on, not a hands on person. Yeah. I'd be the first one to admit to people that like give me a computer and some tech stuff. Got you. Yeah. But like build something. No, bitch. <laughs> you good. Uh, let's hire somebody for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I can't do it. It just takes me a long time. Right. Because I'm just not as handsy as like others so it is very different for everybody and i think that how we viewed love and also how our parents love was around us that shapes us too like my parents argue all the time mm -hmm. so it's like bitch we argue right like, <laughs> like i know people that the way that they communicate is by yelling because that's how love was expressed in their household mm -hmm. i was like the hell right we're not doing that yeah like you're not just yelling to be yelling. Mm -hmm. So it is very different. But I I feel that once you can really understand yourself and um, really understand what you value in love or in a relationship or any type of relationship with friendship, significant other, anything, only then can you truly start to accept it and truly start to appreciate it. Uh, but you really have to know you. And I like to think of it at work because at work, some of the reason why I'm so good at my job is because I understand limits. Mm -hmm. I understand the limits of what can and can't happen. Um, that's the reason why in certain departments, I'm really bad at them, uh, like kitchens. I'm really bad at kitchens because I don't understand the limits. Okay. I don't know what can't happen. I just think anything can happen because it's so broad of a spectrum. Yeah. But I feel the same goes for a person in, when it comes to a friendship or a relationship you have to be able to know your limits. Mm -hmm. You have to know what you can and can't provide. Like I was talking to somebody one time and they said, they were like, you know, um, this is what I like, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, and you don't provide X, Y, Z. And I was like, cool, I don't provide that. That's fine. You know, we can still be friends, uh, but we don't need to pursue it any further. Yeah. Because I'm not going to change to be able to provide that for you. Yeah. That's not me. Right. And if I were to do that, it would just equal resentment uh, down the road. There would just be anger. Also, how long can I hold it? Yeah. So if I couldn't hold it, then it's not the move. But also, that's conditional love to be in there. True. So, like, I have to be a certain way in order for you to love me or even 
keep me in your life to some degree. Yeah. It's like, I'm good off that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, because there's a huge difference between, like, compromising or, you know, trying to see something in a different way or, you know, meeting someone halfway, but to, like, totally change who you are. Like, I don't even, that, to me, that's not even love. Like, for me to even ask somebody to change certain things about who their core is, I don't actually love that person. Yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to create someone that I have like idealistically in my head. But now question for you, do you, do you feel that there is the reality of in love versus love? And if so, do you know what the difference is? And then let's take it a step further. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can a relationship be valued based off of if there has ever been that in love feeling or if it's just constantly that, that one level of love? That's hard. <laughs> That's such a hard thing because like parts of me want to say, yes, there's a difference, but could I tangibly tell you what the difference is? No. I, I feel like that there's poss there's, uh, so <laughs> I feel like there's possibly yes a level of in love, but I feel like the level of in love is something that you can't explain unless you've experienced it. I don't feel like it's something that's tangibly something you can talk about. So okay, I I, I get that. So do you think that there because I, I again I feel like people go in with this predetermined idea of what it is to be in love. So do you think that a person could be going through life and have been in love and not realize they were in love? Because they were looking for what was put in this box of saying like, this is what says you're in love? Yes, I do think that because, well, A, movies, they just, so many movies show that. but. No, I really do think that because people are looking for a circle instead of a square. And so they're looking for a certain level of something and a certain background or like, it's it's like uh, when people are trying to hire somebody, they're looking for a certain background of person, certain type of person to join their team, right? Instead of just being open to whoever walks through the door for an interview. And when you start narrowing yourself down to that, you don't realize the things that are actually around you or in your face or next to you or above you or below you. Like you don't notice those things because you're looking ahead and you're trying to find this circle. Yeah. And so I do feel that there are a lot of people that have missed out on the opportunity of being in love and finding that level of love that they're looking for. Did they miss out or were they actually in love and they didn't really realize it maybe until after the fact uh i feel hmm. or do you a hundred percent feel like if you were in love you would know like do you think it's that much of a difference of a feel or a vibe that you would know i feel like you would know well let me be clear i don't feel like everybody would know And the reason why I say that is because I feel like you have to truly be open and understand you and understand energy in order to even experience that. I don't feel like the average person will ever experience being in love because really, yeah, I feel like that they're so hell bent on looking for something or that they don't want to be alone, that they settle. So in every aspect, they're not, their mind isn't open enough to be able to even experience different versions of love, let alone understand what or that feeling of being in love i feel like people just say it nowadays to just say it Mm -hmm. but i i i truly believe it's very rare that people experience that feeling in general like i feel like if we were talking like um like out of a hundred i would say probably and this is still generous like 10 people out of 100 ever experience that feeling really yeah i don't think the masses do ever because when wow. I think when I think about me being in college, right, everybody was getting married. Everybody uh-huh. was like proposing and getting married and all this stuff. But if I were to go talk to the guy that was getting married, like, oh yeah, you know, I love her. You know, I'm in love with her. 
everything's great. You know, we have great communication. You know, we have some of the similar interests and yeah, you know, I just really, I think I found the person and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I was like, what? Like, cause you have similar, in- I have similar interests with you. I'm not in love with you. Right. Like we have similar interests. We're some of the same classes. Things are great with us. Yeah. You in love with me? <laughs> we get married. Like it's just, it was all surface level stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like, you may love them just like you love me. Yeah. But being in love, no, I don't think you can describe that. I don't think that if, if I told somebody that I was, I was in, like, if I came to you and I said, met this girl, saying, we've been talking, dating for a little while, everything's been great. And to be honest, like somewhere along the way, just I fell in love with her. I can't explain where, when, how. I just know it's there. I just, I feel it. I would never be able to explain that feeling to you. Okay. The, o- the only way I could even remotely, remotely describe a feeling like that is the first time you listen to a song that's absolute fire and you get those goosebumps and it you almost want to cry. That's okay. like the only way to remotely come close to that feeling. So, okay, you're explaining it. So have you been in love? Yes. Okay. Okay. Once. Was it reciprocated? No. Mm. It wasn't reciprocated at the time. It was later. Were you still in love when it was reciprocated? Nope. Wow. I was not. Wow. Yeah, I still love them very much, but I was not in love with them anymore. Interesting. And more along the lines of like, It was more along the lines that I knew where we were different in the grand scheme of things. Could I have, could things have worked out at a later stage when they finally realized it? Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, somebody would have had to have been unhappy later, later on. Okay, so then that poses a whole other scenario because it's almost like I'm big on timing yeah in life Mm -hmm. and sometimes you can meet the right person at the wrong time Mm -hmm. i firmly do believe that um i'm also a big person that believes that life comes full circle Mm -hmm. so sometimes there are people that are in your life almost like a revolving door yeah and then sometimes you have those people that you you know may not see them for like 10 years and then they come back into your life for whatever reason. Um, do you feel that once that love is there, like there's always that possibility that 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 it could be reconnected? Yes. Yeah. This person, I uh, I still think about that to this day. And I told this person that. Okay. I was like, right now is not it. I was like, because the thing is that I learned a lot from being with that person. And I learned a lot about myself, but I was also coming to the realization of just the different forms of love, um, learning the boundaries of myself and everything like that. And the boundary was that I was not going to put myself through what I did with the person. Okay. Because even though I was in love, I was still putting myself through things that I shouldn't have um, in the grand scheme of things once I stepped out of it. I didn't see that at the time. Okay. But once I stepped out of it, I started to see the things that I did that I shouldn't have. Okay. Um, and it was just me giving too much effort and putting forth all the effort, essentially. Mm. But I do feel that in another time, in another instance, it could be different and it could work out. Mm-hmm. But we grew at different paces. Right. So I grew into open mind, having connections, being able to have friends and being able to not be codependent on that person they were not there Mm -hmm. and so and to my knowledge they're still not there okay so um yeah i told them i was like i don't ever take us off the table ever i still think that there is a chance that things could happen at a later time but you don't want to wait for that later time you want the right now because you want you feel like your life is determined by milestones such as getting married having kids going to school, all of these other things. Mm -hmm. My life is not determined by that. Okay. 
Um, and so it was just very different. Uh, but even with that being said, I mean, everybody has to take their, their own journey. Yeah. Um, and that could mean, you know, relationships, marriages, kids, but that doesn't mean that, you know, life won't take a turn and yeah. that you still, you know, because of if circumstances, you know, change mm -hmm. that you still couldn't be there. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that honestly, I think that things, even if let's say for instance, like I moved halfway across, across the country, she moved somewhere else. I think that it's still a very plausible chance that we cross paths again. Mm -hmm. Um, and whether we reconnect on a friendship level or whether we reconnect on more than that type level, I do feel that that will happen at some point in our lives. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel that, especially with her in general, that there was a reason that she was put into my life. And a lot of it was for the lessons on love at the time. But I feel like there's more to it than that, mm -hmm. that I just don't see yet. Okay. Yeah. But we could definitely, like, even even with people growing at different paces, right? I still feel that you can for sure be with somebody in that. But in the conversation that I had with her, she didn't feel the same way. Mm. So at that point, if you're not on a mutual same page, then it doesn't work anyways. Because if she were to move, I were to move something like that, it'd be a nightmare. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Right? Do you feel you can love more than one person at the same time? Yes. Do you feel that in those situations, one person will be loved more than the other person? Or do you feel it's just loved differently? Differently. I don't think it's weird. I don't think that there's a such thing as loving more, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. I, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. There was a long time where I thought. Yeah, about, I used to. Yeah. And I really think it, I really think it comes as kids that would get trained that way, especially if you have siblings. Yeah. Because like my brother always thought I was the favorite child. He okay. still thinks that actually, uh -huh. but I'm the favorite child. No. Okay. Like nigga no. Right. I am not the favorite child. <laughs> it's just that we have a very different relationship with our parents. Yeah. So. And growing up and you're in the same household, you can't really separate it. You have to, you have to like try to treat them evenly across the board. But as they get older, you have to start separating a little bit more and more each year because they start growing at different paces, yeah. doing different things, different interests, all of these other things. So yeah, I definitely feel that you can love more than one person, but it's very different, the love that you have for them. Um, and what sparked that love is very different. So it could be that uh, for somebody, we went to a concert, loved the same music, started bonding over that, and then it went from there to another level. Yeah. Somebody else, it could have started off like we bonded over cars, went to a different level, and then elevated from there. Mm -hmm. the, the bond is very different because the foundation was different. Yeah. And so then the reasons why you connect through there and the, I guess the path that you took to get to the stage of loving them uh, is just very different. Yeah. So the way you look at it is different. Uh -huh. They just have to understand that. Right. If, yeah, they just have to understand Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah. I get that. And also I think that they're, I think different people bring out different things in you too. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing at it? Because every time I've ever brought uh, a girl around my brother and my and myself, they're like, what? Who is this? I'm like, we're just, we're brothers. So we act like hood rat shit. Like, that's just how we are. Yeah. So, like, we just talk cash money to each other all the time. Okay. But, like, when I'm not around him, it's not like that. Okay. Like, I do the same thing with my mom, too. Uh -huh. So when they, basically, when they come around me and my family, they're just like, what the fuck is this? Who are you? <laughs> like, you don't do that with me. I was like, nah, you get your feelings hurt. What? <laughs> There's the understanding with them, but also like my whole life. Yeah. Like we've just been like that. Mm -hmm. So I just don't do that with anybody. Like I'm not just about to talk cash money and check the shit out of you for no reason. Yeah. And you not get it. Right. So then you'd be like, you're just being so mean. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm not being mean. It's just how I am. So 
it's just it's different it's a different uh, like love that i have there it's yeah different, like rapport and relationship so um but they always think like i'm just some new individual and like they've never seen this side of me and I'm like that's because we've never explored that side like, right like but that's just not how our, our that's not the foundation our love took so that's not the way that it built up and does that but do you do you ever want that side to come out with that person now not really really yeah like the love and uh, the i guess like the respective relationships i have with people i don't always want them to cross like they're i know that most people would like i want that one thing or i want everything in that one person no nah. because there's no I guess for me, if I had that in one person, I get it all the time. If I go to somebody else, then what the fuck? I kind of, I would just know everything right out the gate, in a sense, because I'd always have it. So it wouldn't be anything like fun to catch up on or anything like that. It'd be for them, I guess, more so than me. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> okay. No. So, okay. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Not to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I, with one person, okay, so me and you, we are dating, right? Uh-huh. We check the shit out of each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can talk about anything openly, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I I go to hang out with my brother. He wants to start checking, blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm. I'm not feeling that because I don't want that with him anymore. I have that with you. Why? I don't need that from him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But if that's just who you are and that's just like how y'all vibe, why wouldn't it be natural with both of them? It just wouldn't. It wouldn't. It doesn't work that way for me. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It, yeah, it's very weird. But like if I have something, it, it's just like, um, so I talk very openly with my mom. I, I talk very openly with you. Yeah. Right? And my mom. Yeah. So I talk very openly with you guys. But there are people that like want me to talk openly with them. I don't feel the need to do that. And I just don't because I don't, I don't need to do that. I have that. That's my, I like, I'm, I'm stuck right now. (laughs) I have to process this. That's interesting. Yeah. It's very weird, but yeah, I don't, I don't need the same thing from multiple people, maybe like two people at max but i guess i'm not looking at it as it's a need i'm just looking at it as if like my comfort level is to be me with various people like that's just who i am i don't it's not necessarily a need for me like i'm not it's not something i'm seeking from you or from you it's just like if i tell cash my shit and i'm super comfortable with you and then, like, I'm super comfortable with my man, and then I'm super comfortable with my girlfriend. Like, that's just what we do. It's just how we flow. But it's not like I need that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't classify it as a need per se. It's just more of, um, yeah, if I it ha- takes something from it from you, or yeah, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't. Doesn't make it like special. Okay. In like any way at that. Point. Okay. Because then I just, it's like when people say. Um, everybody's my friend everybody's your friend and like nothing special about that like well now that's how i okay now i do i don't feel like everybody's your friends i get that (laughs) part i totally get that but one one thing that like burns me up is like people that sit there and have like 10 best friends how the fuck you have 10 best friends (laughs) like i don't i don't trust those people i do not people that say that i automatically don't trust you no because if you have like 500 best friends. Yeah. But you out here telling everybody. Yeah. Every, yeah. Like, and every- then it's like, but then I'll ask you like questions about this person. And I mean, surface level. Cause you know, Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't, I don't get in their business like that, but you just said it's your best friend. Like, what do you, like, I don't know. Maybe what I call best friend is very different than what some people call best friend. I, I think that's an interesting topic. Oh, best friends are an interesting topic. So yeah, so multiple best friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's just a yikes in general, honestly. But I feel like everybody does have a different a different take on what a best friend is for them. But I also do feel that a best friendship shifts as you go through life. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel that because 
there are people that I have been best friends with that I wouldn't call my best friend now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're my friend now, but they, I wouldn't say that they're my best friend. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that's natural because, you know, um, life takes you through so many different paths and like people get married or they have kids or, you know, different jobs and stuff like that. So that time and that connection or like if you are married, then you get in a different circle, you know, so I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. But yeah. Best friendship is, it's an interesting concept in itself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I feel like if I'm going to call someone my best friend, like, I'm going to know intimate things about them. Mm -hmm. I would go above and beyond for them. Like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. Like, I'll get, like, ten toes down, like, for this person. But then, like, some people, they don't even know, like, where, that's my best friend, but I don't know where they live. What? what? Yeah, like, what the, no, bitch. We can roll up right now. Right. Matter of fact, you want me to call them? I call them right now. I bet you they'll answer. Be like, you okay? Right. Like that. Like that's the type of like best friendship. Like you can call on them at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I feel like I feel like there's so many things that you know about that person that like no one should know. Right. You know, like <laughs> y'all just be talking and just be saying like the most random exactly. shit. Exactly. Like I I will just be texting. I'll be like. Yeah, I gotta take shit, but then I'll be over. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And they'd be like, "You really didn't have to tell me that, <laughs> but I did because you told me this morning." And I like you just have those open type of conversations, uh -huh. and you just talk about anything and everything, and they know like the most about you. Exactly. Like the most embarrassing, crude, great things. Yeah. Uh, and they do random shit like, like fucking color your hair for you. Yeah. Um, or wash your ass for you because you're just sick as hell and you're struggling and you have no one else and like, bitch, I'll be over. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> like, it's just, it's random things like that. But it's just, it doesn't include that, you know, I guess the level that people take it to, like, you have to be having sex or something. Like, no, you don't. Exactly. Uh, and it, you don't have to cross any, like, weird lines that violate anybody's personal space or their boundaries. Like, uh, for me, I've had best friends that they don't like being touched. They don't like hugging or anything like that. Okay. We never fucking hug. Like, ever. Really? Yeah, we just never do it. And if I do want to do it, like, I'm, like, drunk or something, I'm just like, hey, can I give you... Like, I'll ask them, can I give them a yeah. hug? Yeah. So they can mentally prep themselves and not just me going in and doing it. Okay. So Because I know that they're not a fan of it. Okay. But I'm just, like, in an affectionate and I just need a hug or whatever. So have you ever had a friend or a best friend that you have had a sexual relationship with? No, no. Because I wouldn't say any relationship that I've been in that they've been my best friend. Okay, what about a friend? No. I've never had a friend that's a best friend that I'm fucking. So do you feel that once sex is involved, you can't call it a friendship anymore? No. I do feel like you can do that. See, I do too. Yeah, I feel but like there's so many people that feel like once sex becomes involved, they're like, "That's not a friend." Like y'all are or something more. And I'm like, "Why did why?" No, I feel like you can have a best friend and you guys still have that random shit and fuck every so often. Exactly. Yeah, like it's just an understood thing, right? But it's not anything that you guys dwell on. And exactly. It doesn't go to like uh, I guess a deep emotional level. Like right. That. Yeah. It's just sex. It's just yeah. It's just Exactly. Yeah, just sex, just a release. And that's it. Yeah. Like you're that comfortable with each other. And I mean, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you feel that you can have a female friend that you are physically attracted to? Do you have female friends that you're physically attracted to and nothing has ever happened? Yes. Okay, so now if the green light was given, would you automatically go? No. See, oh my God, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no. And I've said that. I was like, there, those relationships do exist. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not because like I've been told by guys, they're like, well, that's just because you probably pump the brakes on it or because they respect you. And I'm like, no, I said, there are some dudes like I can be attracted to him. He could be attracted to me, but we would just never cross those lines. Yeah. Like, uh, that stuff is real. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had plenty of friends like that. Like, I have a, uh, I have friends currently that are like Yeah. That. Like, I know that if I actually wanted to and I asked, 
They'd probably say yes. Right. But like, I'm never going to cross that line. Like, it's, it's not something I wanted to. And even if they asked me like, hey, you want to, I mean, we'd have to have a full blown fucking conversation about it. Right. Like, I'm not just going to be like, well, yes, yeah. Yeah, let's do it <laughs> right now. When and where? Oh my God. I've been waiting for this moment my exactly. whole life. Exactly. Like, no. Right. Right. Again, I think people just get so caught up in like, you know, the act of certain things. And I'm just like, no, just because sex is involved doesn't mean like love is involved. And just because like physical attraction is there doesn't mean it's going to be acted on. Yeah. Like there's, let's be honest, there's hella people that we are all attracted to that we see on the fucking daily. Exactly. But, I said that same yeah, thing. But we're not out here sitting here like, <laughs> hey, you're trying to go fuck in the bathroom right quick? Right. I just met you 10 <laughs> seconds ago, but you're looking hella hot. Let's go fuck right quick. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're attracted too. Let's do it. Right. Like, no. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's just, you just know that person longer than right. 10 seconds. Right. Like, no, I'm not about to sit here and like just be all over them and like be trying to fuck or anything like that. Like, I know that we could if we wanted to, right. but we're just not doing exactly. that. Exactly. Like, exactly. And, and to me, it's weird that a lot of people don't think like that. But it, but that's also because they put a box on things. True. They put things in this box that it has to be this. If it doesn't meet these standards and check these boxes, yeah. then it's not what it is. But if it meets this and it checks this, so if you love them, your best friends, you're fucking bitch. That's a relationship. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, you just check these three things. You got a fucking relationship there. Who the hell do you think you are? Define right. the laws of physics and shit. What? Oh, that shit drives me crazy. It yeah. truly does. It does. But I think that like, that's where we're at this like period in life and just in the world where there's a lot of transition. So in the different forms of love and the different aspects of a friendship relationships, um, I mean, multiple partners is becoming more popular of a thing. Yeah. Uh, being open to new forms of love mm -hmm. and being open sexually. Yeah. Like, all of these things are, like, for a long time, you were, con they were considered, like, taboo. Like Exactly, you, yeah, yeah. Like, you couldn't, if you express some shit like that. Yeah. Right. Like, you were deemed insane, crazy. Uh-huh. People were ready to kill you. Uh, That's true. But like now it's it's something that is openly talked about and like people will have full blown conversations about these different things. Um, but of course there are people that are still, you know, stuck in putting things in a box mm -hmm. and but that's what makes them feel comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You, yeah, you just can't expect everybody else to be in that same box. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that's uh you you hit it right there. And that's the thing about it, because I feel like it's one of those things to each his own. Like you have to you have to move in a way that makes you feel comfortable and that makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. And just because something makes sense to you or feels good to you or feels comfortable to you, that doesn't mean that you have the right to impose your thoughts or your opinions and feel like people should just fall in line with that. Because, I mean, we're all very different people. And, like, some people are just way more open-minded or just open to you know, a lot of other things. And I think that that's fine. And then there are some people that are a little bit more reserved or closed minded or whatever you want to call it. And, and that's fine too. I mean, who the fuck wants to live in a world where everybody thinks and feels the exact same way? I don't. Yeah. I do. No, <laughs> I do not need like 500 me's. That'd be a <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Yeah. That a, that's a scary thought. <laughs> I would have to offer myself. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I personally wouldn't mind another me. Like one? Just one. Well, one would be fine. I could deal with the one. Yeah. I mean, we'd be fighting sometimes, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah could... I'd slap that bitch here yeah. down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'd be going for blows. I can see why people would say things. Yeah. I'd be like, that's what oh, a really smart ass. Yeah. Like, smart ass now. I, I might have to kill you, bro. You keep talking that shit. Right. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think that it's. Uh, I think that love is just this very interesting thing and such an intricate topic that can go in so many different routes in so many different ways. I agree. But it's really just up to that person to determine what love means for them. Yeah. And what is the level of love that they're willing to, I guess, let into their life Yeah. Um, with where they're at in life and are they okay with it expanding and changing and ever evolving? 
and just really accepting like what love is for you and not that you're just so focused on what it means to the person you're in a relationship with because you can be meeting all their needs or giving them everything that they want but are you getting what you need and what you want because that's not love yeah that's not love at all it's not like to me that's stupidity <laughs> damn <laughs> I'm just saying, but then I, I think there's just so many people too that don't take accountability. You know, it's like they want to sit there and live in this woe is me cycle. Me. I'm fine. <laughs> Sometimes, but nah, I, I mean, but a lot of people do that, you know, and it's like at some point, if you pick a part, you, you've chosen a partner, like nobody has forced you to be with this person. <laughs> That's true. You know, and shit keeps happening and you're still there. You know, and you're talking about like you're sad or you're unhappy or whatever. Well, bitch, do something. Yeah. No one's making you stay there. Yeah. And at some point, you can't put the blame on the other person all the time because a person honestly is just going to do what you allow. So at some point, you have to reel back and take accountability for what are you allowing? Yeah. What are you accepting? And why are you accepting it? Because at that point, I feel like you don't even love yourself. And that's true. As you know, like with my, my past relationship, that's how it was. Yeah. I, I let a lot of shit happen because I didn't value myself. And I felt like this is the pinnacle of it right here. Yeah. This is the best it's going to get. So uh, I just allowed that shit to happen. And then when it finally boiled over, it fucking boiled it over. It boiled. Yes. Yeah. That shit boiled like a, <laughs> ooh. And you know, like, it'd be on the stove and the, the lid popping up. And then you hear the sizzle. You got to go catch it and shit. Right. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Except the lid came flying the fuck off and hit the ceiling. Right. Yeah. Then when we thought about it, yeah, Yeah. the ceiling got a dent in it now. You know, we fucked up the pan. It's a yikes of a time. But, you know, you you live and you learn. You do. And you still see that dent in the ceiling. It it reminds you. It does. Don't do that shit again. Yeah. Never again. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I learned a lot from that. And... I, I believe that all of my relationships that have happened thus far have happened on purpose. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And all of those were for a reason. Because my first one, I was just shit. Yeah. I was a shit person. And I definitely understand how I was shit and why I was shit. And my second one, I allowed, uh, a, it was, I allowed different things to happen. But my second and third, I allowed too many things to happen. Uh, but they were just different in different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and after this last one, it just really... Uh, had me, you know, see things a little bit different or a lot of it different way. And through that process, it really was just like, I don't need a relationship to feel validated. Yeah. I don't need uh, that type of energy or self-loathing to feel a small ounce of love mm-hmm. every so often. Right. Like, I don't need that if I just love myself and allow my friends to or accept my friend's love for how it is and what it is, mm-hmm. what the fuck, I'm fine. Right. Like, fuck these hoes. But I mean, I think that's essentially keeping it real though. Like, yeah. seriously, you you know, at some point you have to, to look at yourself mm-hmm. and you have to, I mean, because honestly, love really does start with you. It does. If you don't love yourself, if you are feeling empty or you have these voids for whatever reason, that's not someone else's job to fill those. Yeah. Like it's not someone else's job to fix you or to make you happy or to, you know, to do any of that. Like you have to, you have to know yourself. You have to love yourself um, in order to be able to even give that to somebody else. Because if you're already like half empty and then you start pouring into somebody else, you get to a point to where you're completely out. Yes. And then it's like, what do you have? Not a damn thing because I've been there. Right. Yeah, you know, and that, that's a miserable feeling. It is because you don't sleep and you you physically feel that void. Right. Um, in different forms, but mostly it's just anxiety. And then you t- there becomes this resentment because... The natural thing that a lot of people do is tend to want to blame that emptiness on the person that they're with Mm -hmm. because they feel like, well, I'm giving you everything. You're not giving me anything back. 
But the reality is you were never in a position where you should have been given anyway. True. True. So. But then the other part of that, which I realized in uh, my past was that they felt like they were giving so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of what? Right. And to who? Because <laughs> it ain't to me. But to them, it was a lot because yeah. they weren't even used to having to give an ounce of anything. Right. So to them, they're like, oh, I'm bending over my back. Yeah. But to me, because I'm used to giving a lot, they're giving like 5%. But to yeah. them, it's 100 and fucking 20. <laughs> so it's like, it's the perspective part. Yeah. So you have to, if if you're going to go into something like that, you have to understand what it means for them to give love. That's true. Because if it looks different and it doesn't meet, I guess, the needs that you have, or at least what you're looking for, mm-hmm. then you gotta you have to own that and you have to let them know like how to get like this is not gonna work. That is so true. You can't just be like, but could I make it work? Because that's what everybody wants to go with. Yes. Like we've been talking for three months. Could I make this work? No, three months. Yeah, you were talking for a good amount of time, sure. But three months is really not that long, first mm-hmm. off. And yes, it's going to suck for a little bit. But you'd rather it suck for a little bit than rather it suck for three years. Right. Like, think about that. I mean, but that was even just like, you know, I was in uh, my marriage for 16 years. And I, you know, was ready to walk away. And his argument was like, you know, 16 years is such a long time. And I'm like, I got 16 more plus years ahead of me. Like I don't even look like look at that time. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at what I have ahead of me. Like you can't get caught up. I just I don't get caught up in the time. I'm like I mean, I I learned my lessons during those time frames, but like time it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like that time invested, I get it. I get it. I mean, sometimes I feel it's one of those things you stay a little too long. But I mean, you take what you can from it and then you, you grow, you go to the next. Yep. True, true, true. Yeah. Love is so great. Also shit, all at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything that you'd like to say to the homies? Um, definitely gonna do another one. I don't know what we'll do it on though. I feel like communication would be good, but also there's so many things we could talk about. We could really just talk about how fucked up work is because that's where I'm at today, but that's just me today. Man. <laughs> but, <laughs> let's, yeah, we could always talk about work. Yeah. But um, do you have anything to say to the hosts that are listening? No, nah, I just, you know, hope that we have been able to relate to somebody on some kind of level um i hope that you heard something that makes you want to come back because we're gonna keep doing this shit <laughs> yep. whether you're here or not just keeping it real yep. <laughs> but yeah we will be back later on some point never know when so you gotta just check in also replay this like 500 times if you like share it with your friends uh tell the homies about it tell your mom don't tell your mom about it yeah <laughs> i don't know uh, your mom's pretty cool let her listen <laughs> yeah your mom's cool like my mom tell her about it. If your mom is not cool and she's approved, do not tell her about it. She would tell you to delete this and that we are the devil. So, yes. But I hope you guys have a good one. Of course, if you need anything, we are here always. You can always leave a comment. I think you can do a voice message thingy on here, so you can do that. Um, But yeah, we are here for you guys uh, and for ourselves, because kind of fuck you guys. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a